1: Good afternoon.
3: Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer, uh, Mark Peterson. Can we call you Dr. Mark Peterson? Yes,
0: or? yes. In fact, uh, yeah. there were uh, secretaries over at the A&M Extension office that would call me always doctor. Oh, okay. And I never corrected them. Okay. I kind of enjoyed it.
3: All right. Dr. Mark Peterson. Yes. Uh, Dr. Calvin Finch. I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't earned the doctor yet, so and no one's called me doctor, so I can't claim that. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. It's a little bit of a drizzly day here at Millburgers, but that hasn't stopped the gardeners from coming out. And i got to do uh, I love it. What? I love the drizzle. You do? Yeah, It it's reminds true. me of that home. That's true. No, well, and it, well, I'd it, rather have it
4: rain hard, but... Uh, well.
3: It was for a little while. Any
4: rain, Any rain is welcome.
3: And anyway, hey, what so, are you doing? Oh, I'm making sure we're okay, because without hearing right. the thing, I, I'm
0: <laughs> texting out. Sure we're just We're actually, talking we're actually on
3: the air. We're not just talking to ourselves. Yeah, so uh, we encourage you to come out and uh, be a part of the show. And uh, give us a call, at 210-308-8867. And uh, it's interesting. We've got a couple things that are uh, kind of in the works, too. We've got a, maybe an author interview coming up on, on OAKS. Really? Yeah. Oh, this would
0: be interesting. You know that uh Paul Cox used to call me Oakman because of really? my, my affinity for the oak tree.
3: Oh, okay. Wow. Well, maybe we'll have to sit have ah. you come in as a guest uh, a guest ochre. What something. did we call Paul? Porterweed man? Uh, we did, but it's <gasps> Mr. Grey and Fuzzy. Only cuz yeah. Fuzzy Grey. All right, we go to our first call on the line now. Richard has a question about this one worries me. Mountain laurels at 210-308-8867. Right, oh
0: Uh-oh, wait no, a minute. Calvin, okay. Calvin's not hooked up here yet. All okay. right, two, all, right.
3: Uh, all right. Richard, Mark's going to help you till Calvin gets hooked up. What's going on, Richard?
5: Sure, I
6: got a mountain laurel that I bought from there about four years ago, and uh, about three weeks ago I noticed... On the largest diameter and the longest stem from the bottom of the plant, it, the leaves are turning yellow and crispy, and its leaves are falling. However, on the other side of the plant, where the second stem comes out of the ground, it's full of brand new growth, so I'm wondering what the problem might be.
0: Uh, it could be anything from it didn't like the freeze, which is a possibility uh, or that um, combination more likely it's a combination of our continuing drought. Everyone always forgets that we're in drought and so uh, maybe drought and the freeze combination uh, uh, cause that one stem to to die back. Uh, if it is sunken yellow and the leaves are falling off, it is probably uh, no longer with us.
6: Okay, because I, I broke one of the branches, and it's got some um, green, and about two inches above from the very bottom of the plant, it's got the new growth wanting to come out. Okay, like,
0: okay, all right, all right. So, so on that on done. that stem, wherever it's green, and you take your little pin knife that your grandfather gave you, or you can use your thumb, uh, and you need a little scratch a little bit above the bark, and you find where it's green, and if you see a bud, and it's starting to come out. At that point, that's where you cut it, about a quarter of an inch above the bud.
6: Okay, we will do. Thank you
0: much.
3: Thank you, Richard. All right, 210-308-8867. Yeah, I know, I'm 210- no, no, no,
0: just looking at you, and I'm like, and?
3: 210-308-8867. So, uh, yeah, shout-out goes to Chef Keith over at Valeria and Bernie, a restaurant out there. I, have you been there? He's a listener to our show. The name sounds familiar, but I haven't been yeah. to the, the restaurant. We'll have to go now that we've yeah. got a listener. Yeah.
7: All
3: right, 210-308-88-67. Well, Mark, what's going on? Well, uh,
0: a couple of weeks ago, uh, in mid-March, we finished up our first virtual spring bloom. And we had not only staff and myself do some... Um, webex uh virtual programming we had the uh, other partners uh, our, our other contractual partners uh gardening valley garden valley gardening volunteers of south texas uh mitchell lake um know, who else um Oh, I know I had Sarah uh, also do one. He's thinking. He's talking. Uh, Oh, the Master Gardeners. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anna Vogler did a really good program, and they were very highly received. We had a lot of good reports from that. Uh, uh, Over 100 people would watch every one, and we did it uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So it was highly highly received, well-received. And um, um, we did a little... Uh, summary program afterwards. All the, all the staff got together, and we may do a hybrid of it. So we may actually next year have our go back to an actual event. I think our bosses would would like that. Yeah, uh, it's always well received. And then, uh, but also do a couple of virtual programs uh, a couple days before to kind of uh, excite everybody to come on out.
3: Yeah, I think that it's interesting. I've been talking to other people on my In the Loop show, and uh, there are several nonprofits and stuff that are now, uh, even when they go back to a lot of in person things, the virtual. Uh, they found benefits from it, mm-hmm. uh, reluctantly. I mean, it's they oh, didn't yeah. they didn't want to do that, but yeah. Uh, there's some conferences I've heard, like there's a mental health conference coming up, and they're or the and the book festival is coming up, the San Antonio oh, yes. book fest. They've gotten authors they would have never gotten before because uh, the travel and the putting up and the authors didn't want to travel. Well, now that's virtual, they can get more people. So this is exciting to them.
0: Yeah, and I think there are opportunities, and that's what we came across. And I was kind of the one that says, in summary, this is what Mark said. Oh, okay. Then, you know, I said, uh, Mark's been in charge of it for a while now. Uh, so I said, uh, this is what I think. I think we need to have a hybrid combination of both the in-person event and some virtual meetings beforehand. So uh, I think it turned out really well. Good. Good deal. The other thing I got to quickly mention, uh, Saw's work, is uh, we are in coupon season. All right. And oh, so
4: so. So, any luck, I, Calvin? Um, no. Okay, I, can, I, hear I can hear. I can hear, Mark.
3: Okay,
4: but I can't hear my, the my uh, mother would audience. Say that,
0: my mother would say that often when I was young. I can hear you. Use your indoor voice. Uh oh. All right, you keep talking. Oh, uh, keep talking. Okay, so we have uh, the, the the saws water saver coupon both patio and landscape and right here we have um we have the plants all the plants or as many as trace could find normally yeah he is one of the few uh, nursery people that can find every one of the plants on our list so come on by find the plants uh, hey he this year uh because of staff limitations and the plants and the freeze he's kind of scattered the plants mm-hmm. uh throughout the site uh and if you can't find one is ask that, that the you.
4: same as it is the supply situation being chaotic
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so i i, I me- you saw me last week Yeah. And so uh, I was talking to Trace for that very reason. Uh, uh, I had received a request from my superior saying, well, ask Milbergers why they don't have their usual place worth all the plants. Uh, (laughs) And they usually do an excellent job on that. And uh, Trace told me, he goes, well, I have a little staff
4: problem, and plus I can't find all the plants. Uh, They're variable. Well, and the, the demand is... yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just amazing. And and if you notice that uh, there's a lot of different plants in the inventory here than normal. normally that is, have.
0: That is correct. And so I, I noticed that both you and I were walking through and seeing what is available here at Millburgers. There is a lot of plants available. Uh, some plants uh, you and I haven't seen in the nursery for a while. So he's done a, Trace has done a great job of scouring the country looking for plants.
4: I... Uh, Got some zinnias. There weren't very many there, and uh, luck. Luckily, the uh, tough, tough gardener let me have some of the, of the share rather than to, to, to take them all. She would. She would, has been looking for them for several weeks too, just like me. But uh, and the tomatoes. The tomato uh, uh, situation t- today is a little bit better. We've got Ruby Crush a few. I don't want to oversell oh, yeah. it because we, uh, the,
3: so not <laughs> we, that
0: many. We have lots of tomatoes uh, out here on the tables. Uh, what we're seeing is lots of tomatoes we had Calvin and I haven't seen in a long time that I have availability. I saw Sweet One Hundred, I saw some Romas, uh, but not, but also some Ruby Crush and some Celebrity uh well, oh and tycoon I think we
4: saw yeah, like that. there was tycoon out there in celebrity and uh, of course the ruby crush and I went out to uh i've been uh of course I lost most of well almost all my citrus and I was going to replace some of the uh satsumas and uh I was kind of debating whether I were gonna take you know buy them now or wait a little while and uh but there were a number of other gardeners out there that weren't debating. They they were they had made their decisions and they were uh, they were selecting the uh, satsuma. Uh, so the, the the demand is good. The the gardening uh, interest and the enthusiasm is uh, is good. Every, everybody's yeah. out there.
0: I uh, on Thursday I did a program for the San Antonio Men's Garden Club and uh, we were talking about citrus and uh, I was explaining uh, the ones that I thought didn't make it and the ones I thought that did make it and I was explaining Arctic Frost and Orange Frost and what the history was behind it and uh, whether or not it would be grown on its own rootstock and so uh, I said if you could find one out there that's the one to get
4: yeah, except there I don't, uh,
0: I, I don't. I don't know was, if they're going to survive. Yeah.
4: You know the strangest thing. I've got uh, two. I've got uh, three my uh, two Meyer lemon and three Mexican limes, and uh, I I've had heat source and covered them up, uh, but then but you know that was a week long, so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, of no, kind of no of, heat, they, yeah, and they yeah. pulled, yeah, and they pulled apart, and so I thought they were all lost, but I got sprouts in uh, four of the plants, but uh, but I'm I don't want to be too optimistic yeah. because I've seen this before. Yeah. There's kind of these it's... islands uh, under the heat or oh, over the heat source, uh-huh. and then there's it looks like dead areas surrounding mm-hmm. and the rest. Oh, of it. huh? So. What happens then is that they they're out there they're booming up a storm or they're they're putting foliage on, and then it'll get to be 90 degrees yeah. in the San Antonio there. summer, and they won't be able to support it. But, so that's that's why we are hesitant to get to, to, to uh, be too just, enthusiastic. Yeah, my
0: analogy always is they're running a marathon with seven blockages in their heart.
4: Yeah, jeez. Oh, (laughs) well, Mark. Is that good? Is that good? So, uh, yeah. Mark, uh, Mark, and I had seen uh, one of our other horticulturists in the area had had, uh, made a statement that, uh, in fact, in the paper today of that, thought the uh, Japanese plum, what's another name? Uh, Loquat. Yeah. Loquat. Yeah. uh, That they they would probably not make it. And uh, I think both Mark and I disagree with that. Yeah. I think it's a kind of a mixed bag. It's a, uh, you know, yeah,
0: my, uh, I was going to say it's almost 50-50. It may be a little bit better than that. But um, uh, I've seen some loquat, which uh, are obviously dead, obviously dead. And other ones, uh, maybe 10% foliage burn. And, yeah. and, and, and uh, so I don't know why. Was it aspect? Was it the nearness to a building? Was it for some protection? Well, normally we don't protect loquat, but you know I think it's probably a combination of those. I seen
4: that it was the same. I've got eight in my landscape, and uh, these two have no damage. They didn't show any damage, yeah. and then there's another two that look like they're not—they're not, <laughs> not going to live. So that was kind of a strange reaction. Yeah. Uh, to what, the, to what, the
0: cold I was, weather. I was going to say, one of the comments that I loved was uh, somebody had asked me in the Meds Garden Club. It said, what about Mexican petunia? And I started laughing hysterically. And I said, we are, we are talking about, Ruellia yeah, Bre- bretonia, right? The, the, the Mexican petunia? And they said, yes. And I said, well, we often call this a good start. A freeze like this, a good start. Oh, uh, just man. like we done on, on the prickly pear. You're worse than Jerry. Pear. I know. <laughs> it's a good start. So I said, you know, it's tough to kill. Uh, Mexican, petunia. And also, and then somebody in the audience, I think it was Paul, shouted out, um, uh, Purple Heart. You, know, you, you just can't kill it. Kill it.
4: Well, that uh, surprised me. Was, our Purple it, Heart's yeah.
3: starting to come back.
4: Yeah. yeah. In a couple of my articles, I was uh, expressed uh, uh, nervousness about uh, all the milkweed and the mist yeah. I didn't think they would come back. Mm. And so I was recommending that everybody buy whatever you uh, could. If you have uh, out. Yeah, right, right in front of our, our, uh, our table here. There's 100 <laughs> uh, milkweeds there. Uh, but, of course, what has happened now is once they started, uh, the, uh, the the milkweed uh, growing in the landscapes are, are doing are taking off, and uh, so
3: is the mist flower. So yeah. that that's good news. Eli has a question at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Eli. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing
6: good. Thanks for having me.
1: Good. Hey, what's going on? Uh, on
6: with Saatchi trees, uh, I don't know if it's been asked, but just wondering if, if they're gone, if they didn't make the freeze, is it best to cut them, cut them down?
4: We Satch?
0: Like. Yeah, we Satch. Uh, it was Eli, right? Eli, yes. Yeah. yeah. Eli, right. where do you live? Uh,
6: in the Converse area, San Antonio, Texas.
0: Okay, so I was going to make a little joke. It says if you live north of San, San Antonio or north, uh, that's all chipper food um Aww. and uh, uh back in 89 uh that's about everyone um uh, north of Fort Ten uh didn't make it so uh I will say that probably same thing North San Antonio mm-hmm. they didn't make it uh, maybe south of San Antonio there'll be there'll be some dead some alive uh, or or right. partially dead uh, uh, in, in the converse area I would say no they're going to die
4: all right. Uh, I did have a second question. I'm kind of new to gardening, uh, and uh, been looking at wicking tubs. Have
6: you? What kind of experience do you have with that? Or what, what is it?
3: What was it again? W- wicking tubs. Wicking tubs. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: yeah I, I, it's under a different name. I and you could. Uh, Pour water on the side, or or somehow, and you don't have to water it all the time because it would wick either from the air or from the moisture on the on the bottom, something like that. What do you think?
8: Traces it up. You ever heard hear of a wicking tub? Well, I mean, theoretically, it would be the same as like an African violet pot. So it's two pots. You know,
0: I deal with trees, sir. I don't I know. know that. so, <laughs> that's uh, why I'm
8: looking at uh, you. Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. uh, and realistically, there's self, all kinds of self-watering containers. Yeah, that, that's essentially. Is that of the, word. is that what it
3: kind of is, Eli? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well,
8: okay. I, well, I don't know what I'm being asked about it, though. Oh, uh, he was just
3: wondering about how it works. It would
4: probably be Mark. Wouldn't it be less practical for a tree than it would be for?
0: Yeah, yeah. Violet. i say it's, it's it's mostly for those small tropical plants that need consistent babying.
4: Because you think of uh, bird bass and you think of the containers here in San Antonio, especially as we get into the summer, you know they'll they'll last about two hours uh, when it's ninety degrees, uh, and then they dry they'll dry out. So you
8: water hogs like uh, hibiscus. Umbrella grass. Uh, I'm sure of cannas, bananas. I can see all those being in some kind of uh, self-watering container. I have seen it, Eli. I just don't have any experience with them.
3: All right, sorry about that, Eli. Yeah, you give it. Run an experiment, Eli. Yeah. If, you're now you. our wicking tub expert. We, yeah. congratulations. If you call in with a question right. we can't answer, you become our expert. So, tell us how it works and what you're doing it on.
1: All right, thank you. righty?
3: yeah, thanks, Eli. Yeah, thanks. Bye. All right. Trace, I hate to do this. Oh, you kidding? No, no, you came right at the wrong time. Can you hang on for a minute? I doubt it. Oh no. Okay, well tell us what's going on. We'll just yeah, yeah. Ha- we'll wait a second.
8: I-, I was just gonna say Happy Easter. Well, oh. happy
3: Easter to you too. Very now y'all Easter. are closed tomorrow. We are closed. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you got lots of great stuff in the nursery. If people want to come out today or Monday, and finally
8: uh, a good selection on tomatoes, peppers. Oh, yep. We're commenting on that. Yep. Yeah. You got can open Crush. watermelon
3: transplants. I, I do I'm excited look I've got my little crimson sweet there yeah I'm gonna see if how long I can maybe get those to
8: just remember it takes up a lot of room
3: yeah we have a uh, someone in our neighborhood grows in their front yard it's the coolest thing because you're just out you're out walking and then all of a sudden there's like this big thick vine with big old leaves and two watermelons hiding under it in my neighborhood yeah
8: they, they wouldn't make it somebody <laughs> go through.
3: Okay, what else? You got Vincas? You got Cora Vincas? I saw those. Uh, Did you have those before?
8: Handfuls, yeah. Yeah. Ne- next week, hopefully more. Okay. Still a little early in my mind to plant them, but we do got them.
4: Okay. Uh, there's I'm some just, Pentas. I'm,
8: yeah, I just remember the, the,
0: uh, a lady came and uh, just like days after the freeze or something, and goes, where is the Cora vinca?" Oh,
3: well, we got them now.
0: Now we got them. We do.
4: Yeah. And we got lots of milkweed. Yeah got about 200 of those.
3: We're going to ask listeners to call us at 210-308-8867 with a, not a success story, but with something that maybe we thought initially was going to like we had the Zylosma thing. Were you here for that last? The woman whose Zylosma is doing okay? No. Really?
0: Yeah. That, that would be a first. I yeah. need to hear more of yeah, that. Yeah, we need to hear more yeah.
4: of that story. You want to be a little careful on that, too, when yeah. you have one,
3: a report of one. I know.
8: So my mountain laurel's flushing out. Really? Yeah.
3: Okay, tell me what that means. It's well, that means still in no bloom. Yeah. Well,
8: for, for the last for six, eight jump. weeks, all the, all the foliage has been dropping that's, off. It's blushing out. Uh-huh. It was, yeah. There was a question whether it was going to kick the bucket or not. Oh, wow. And, uh, so now I know it's not. i got a few branches i got to trim out, but the rest of it looks like it's going to recover.
3: All right, well, we, yeah, so that's what we want to hear. If people call in kind of with reports on those and uh, maybe anomalies if Calvin is right, but it's still kind of positive to to hear that there are some coming back and stuff and then uh you were talking about loquat on tomorrow's show that's going to seem weird to people because tomorrow's show is recorded is that, that's a loquat out there in the uh
8: yeah, it's yeah. Be, that one's gonna be fine
3: yeah it looks great yeah that one
4: looks uh like hardly any damage from here at all and then we are mark and i were talking about the, those that they're in a, in a typical landscape uh, a couple might be dead and uh A number of them are just like this one.
3: looks like no damage at all. What else you got that you're excited about, Trace?
8: Well, I got hibiscus. I got got all kinds of stuff out of uh, Florida this week. Hibiscus patio trees, hibiscus bushes. Uh, You the tropical? Alamandas, yes. Alamandas, uh, all kinds of pretty color stuff. Firecracker fern. Oh, really? My favorite. Yeah. Yeah! Well, I was going to compliment the smell of that coffee, but well, we can smell well, it. Right. I almost got the, I almost got to wear it.
3: So It came flying at you, yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Mark. All right. Just, we know you're excited to be on the show. Yes. Just, yes. just, just relax, uh, easy, boy. It's going to be okay.
0: Now, uh, now we can't comment on,
3: these, on Neil. Neil Sperry. Sperry, yes, the uh, the spirit of Neil Sperry spilled that coffee, so you wouldn't be.
8: I'll bet. You, I'll bet you remember the article, though.
3: I, sh- don't don't encourage him because yeah. I think he had problems with it. Like, I keep picking on did, Neil. Doesn't
4: everybody? Uh, I, I,
3: <laughs>
4: Mark, I we've talked really to bring, Neil. He's a nice man. Bring Jerry the uh, the article so you can. If after your coffee dries up, okay, can, I'll give him the article. I don't and know. If there's a been, lot.
8: I see a lot of begonias uh, and
3: whoppers, too. I I think last week, I don't know if you
8: There was a handful of whoppers left this morning. Oh, good. Okay. Well, most of them are in my landscape.
3: Yeah, Calvin. (laughs) Oh, that one little woman he knocked down who was, like, just looking at him. And he was like, no. And he went, no. It was just, it was rough. He's he's serious about his plans. He don't mess around. I finally got some uh, zinnias today. <laughs> and that speaking one, that story, actually comes closer to the truth of what I just joked about. That uh... there were, yeah, Trace,
4: <laughs> you would appreciate this, and I know you've uh, with this uh, situation. The last few weeks, you've seen this several times. There were like three of us gardeners waiting to, in line to see who was going to get the zinnias and how many they wanted, and then the next person got their share and. And it was, it was pretty. Until you, and you took them all. <laughs> I, I, I actually did say, I'll take what's left. <laughs>
8: well, that's awfully nice of you.
3: All right, we're going to take a break, Trace. See yeah. if you can hang with us or come right back.
8: Yeah, I'll, I'll see. It's pretty busy here, is it? it? It's just a bit.
3: Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up so live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road on 930 AM, The Answer.
2: We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun that we
3: climb just seasons out of time and welcome back yeah. to Milberger's yeah. Gardening yeah. South Texas yeah. more I'm guessing now April birthdays Terry Jacks remember that song we yeah, had joy fine, we, we have fun we had seasons you know he does a much better job than we yeah, do hey uh, listen I want to yeah. talk to you speaking of people that do great jobs how's that for a segue Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the company you need to call uh, to find out uh, if you've got uh, ants or roaches, whatever's bugging you in the house, whatever you're worried about. Uh, Spider-Man and uh, the gang over there have been doing this since 1976, and my favorite thing, and this is why he works so well, is I've heard stories of people who have had other pest control companies come over, and they treat, and the problem goes away. And then two weeks later, one month later, it's back. It's because all they did was treat, but they didn't take care of what was causing the, the the problem. And that's what Spider-Man does. He looks at it holistically and says, okay, roaches, where are they coming in? What's happening? How do we fix it? They treat, and they fix the problem. And that's why uh, a number of uh, commercial people that I've talked to love working with Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control uh, because he solves their problem. Like, that couldn't be solved before, supposedly. So... Why don't you have him solve your problem? Check him out online go com. Read all the good reviews. go-spidermanpest.com on Google and Yelp. go-spidermanpest.com are, the website.
4: You were talking about the uh, that mosquito system, oh, the when into care are you system. Do that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll get Warren on maybe on next Saturday. We'll get Warren on if we can cuz he's been busy. Uh, and uh, talk about the in2 care system. It's really cool. I'm
4: trying trying to figure out how, how it uh, relates to folks that uh, want to maintain the butterfly population yeah I mean, but
9: still right. need how to control. is it
0: compatible with other yeah. the the bees and the butterflies yeah yeah so i would i i would know warren would have something that's compatible with pollinators
3: yeah he can and that's the cool thing too he's got a lot of he's got a lot of different products and uh, he'll talk with you and uh kind of coach you on how well things work or you know which with what you want um, you know, what his advice is as well. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, that was nice, to Trace. Uh, again, happy Easter. The nursery is closed tomorrow. We've recorded. Calvin and I recorded our show uh, yesterday, and we're going to be talking a lot about the things that are freezing and uh, uh, what we're seeing. But, again, we want to encourage you uh, to call in with uh, stories of uh, how your stuff is doing. Maybe uh, your Sago Palm, is. Uh, that would be nice to get some Sago Palm success stories that are coming up. Yeah, the uh, um, Mark, sorry, our, yeah, yeah, that would. Uh, the Mark is more pessimistic. i mean. Yeah.
4: Well, he, I'm getting more pessimistic too because Mark, Mark and I, right when the freeze occurred, we yeah. talked about 50, by 50, 50 to sixty percent, and I am not, not,
0: no. not no. expecting. If if I see ten percent survive, I will be happy.
4: Wow, I've yeah. seen a. You know, at first I saw a few. And uh, I haven't seen any more since then. And in fact, some of those that in my neighborhood that I walk by every time it turned out to be bamboo shoots coming oh. up. <laughs>
3: yeah, I said, and I wait saw. Wait, s- what did
4: what did I diagnose? I that?
0: I saw something that I thought was sago, and it turned out to be a young Mediterranean fan palm. And so they had trimmed everything off, and, and it's new sprouts, and I was like really happy. And then I got closer and I went, Oh, it's a Mediterranean fan palm. Um, oh, not a sago.
4: Okay. But they, uh, that's uh, sago and uh, fan palms, if you're going to work on them, be, be real careful. I mean, wear, yeah. wear your gloves and your long sleeve shirt, and
0: you? Did you quite have a question? Quite a. And can we? Quite can we, a savage. Did you want
3: to be on the air? We'll put you on the air. Yeah, come on, We're just right up here. Did, and, did you want to be on the air? I
9: have a question. To Thank you.
3: That's okay. Can That's we? Him. Can we do it on the air? He'll do yeah, it. Yeah, just, he just, hey, just stand right here. Here, but. you just come up and start talking. We'll get you. You don't even have to touch the mic. You're okay. What's What's going on? Go ahead. Some weeks ago, you published names of. Companies you recommended
4: for aeration and also for not topsoil,
3: well, but it didn't have sand. I didn't keep that lift. Well, <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: well, what was it?
3: What was it, It Was a recommendation
4: on aeration? Uh, a Oh, now I, well, let's see. My general recommendation is uh, top dress and aeration. aeration with top dressing is. You can't go wrong. That that works was well. Was there a
3: company that you recommended? If you recommended no. terms that didn't have
4: it, so. Well, I, I, there are a number of companies. Uh, I think ABC.
0: I was going to say ABC is, is one I would recommend. ABC Pest and Lawn. Uh, they have different methods. They, uh, uh, they actually blow some fertilizer in at one time. I don't know if they still do that. But yeah, ABC is the first one that comes to mind. The
4: uh, it's in, it's a it's really an easy, relatively easy pro, uh, process. The work is if you got the equipment, you know, you got to rent the aerator. It doesn't take long. Ninety-two.
0: Yeah. Okay. So here. <laughs> Mil- Milton, is it a relatively easy process to run the aerator?
3: Uh, it kind of takes control. If you're not careful, it'll it has its own life. Milton uh, did it for a TV show one time that
8: was not, yeah,
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. just go, yeah, go, which uh, horticulture supply company do you use to to buy, do you go, do you go to, do you buy soil here or for, uh...
0: do you like go to Gardenville or, or uh, soil, uh, stone and soil or do you just buy it here? In ball, do you buy in bulk or in bags? Well,
4: all we no, I, I, I want someone to come in
7: and do the drilling here. Yeah. Yeah. I want
4: her to, that's to that's how our, that's what we're trying to determine. Just yeah. Go to your whoever you go to. Well, let's do this real uh, quick. Get, you keep talking. To wait, can I
3: can I talk to finish this? Well, no, this? but I got. Well, hurry because we've got okay. someone on the line. Uh,
4: <laughs> go to your hey company this is and uh, get get them to recommend their the company that will do that a- aeration.
3: So, uh, he, okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, all right, 210-308-88-67. 210-308-8867, And let's see what we have here. We have uh, Catherine on the line at 210 308 Hey, Catherine, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing just fine, thank you. I just we wanted you, to report that... Uh, i have a sego palm that the middle is turning green
3: oh great
0: wait a minute we got
2: it to...
0: breaking news from uh, Catherine on our, our on the spot reporter Catherine.
3: yes katherine go ahead yeah.
0: that's
2: cool so what I'm did you thrilled. do
3: let's 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 go into your experience did you do anything or you just let it be
2: i let it be i lost four but this one i looked at it yesterday and i saw green and i said oh my goodness
0: <laughs> well, that is excellent! Thank you. You've renewed my faith in Hey, Catherine, yes. way to go! Yeah. Now, I as uh, I was going to say, as Mr. Grumpy over here uh, would say, <laughs> that's only one. Uh, we I need know. some more reports. To, to what, did
3: it, what did it look like? So uh, they keep describing it a little bit, but tell us what you saw.
2: No, I didn't. Did the Besides green brown. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. So, so you
0: you cut off all the fronds because you got tired of looking. Oh, at did them, you so. cut
3: off all the
2: fronds? Oh, I did.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, and so, but, but you did. You saw a little green uh, halo. In other words, right around the, uh, the top of it, where you cut them all off.
2: I do, and I just went out and looked at it again, and it's it's green, and my mountain laurel has made it through too.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what Trace was saying, too. Yeah. I think they expected the mountain laurels to probably be okay but not yeah. bloom. Well, what
0: happened, yeah. yes, we expected them not to bloom. But then we started seeing some yellowing, like Trace saw, and other people called in and said it started to see some branch, Like our earlier caller today, starting to see uh, branches and major branches turn yellow. And I was getting kind of worried about that because uh, I I didn't think that would happen. Um, I don't think anybody died, but it was a little disconcerting to see uh, large branches all of a sudden uh, lose all the leaves and turn yellow and die. I
2: thought, I thought at first that I would lose half of it, but it mm-hmm. it started sprouting out, and I, I trimmed out the, the dead parts. So I'm I'm thrilled that that made it through because I love that tree.
0: Yeah. It's one of my favorite trees. Uh, I I have uh, uh, Monterey Oak and Chincum Oak are my two favorite shade trees. And then um, uh, Texas Mountain Laurel and its cousin, Eve's Necklace, are my two favorite small trees.
2: I did lose my Meyer Lemon. That was sad.
0: Yeah, I think that... They they all boarded a bus and went to Florida. Yeah, 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 I think
3: all the citrus. So I don't know if all of it. It'd be good to get some. We got. I think we did get some reports of people whose citrus made it through, but not many. Yeah. Catherine, maybe I could probably count on one hand. Mm.
0: Well, now My, we, have, uh, we can start the count for the Sagos. I think now, we have again. two.
3: Yeah. we Okay. Catherine, you're leading the Sagos. Thanks. <laughs>
2: okay. Thank you. Have a Yay,
3: good day. Way to go, Catherine. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. Yeah. Rob is on the line. Hey there, Rob. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing?
6: How you doing, Milton and Mark and Calvin? For once, I'll go ahead and chat. <laughs>
3: oh this is our rob this uh, is, yes,
6: is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> listen to the enthusiasm rob how are you doing man
0: <laughs>
6: doing good uh Cainsaw's needed a break i'm on a mission out here in the country plus it started doing this wet stuff coming from the sky so i dumped into my truck <laughs>
3: yeah we got a little wet stuff here too but it stopped now the sun's trying to come through
0: hey rob what were yeah. you cutting what was it weesatch or or what else were you cutting
6: I'm helping put mesquite on the endangered species list out here again.
0: Hey, 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 hey. If you go through two eighty one through almost basin, all the trees that are dead are we All the new young ones that are 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 green, bright green, are all mesquite, sir. Don't 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 cut those mesquite. Spare I'll, woodsman, Spare I'll, that
3: mesquite.
6: I'll tell my cousin Marilyn that you said don't cut it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I
3: and mean, she ain't okay. going to put up with that. <laughs>
6: no, y'all know her. Anyway, yeah. these are some of my, because I'm one of the ones, like from the very beginning, kept telling people, let's wait and see, let's wait and see. I've got a lot of it documented, and I'm slowly putting a report together or sending it out here and there. I even talked to Jerry some on the phone uh, yesterday. So, like we told people, be patient, let's not hurry. These are some observations. One Esperanza that even two days ago didn't have anything coming out of it is coming up from the base. Uh, I've got my Mexican olives that I said be patient with. Yep, they're leafing out in some limbs and at the base. I've even got phantic flocks coming back up out of the ground.
8: Wow.
6: Uh, Now, we got hit hard at the greenhouses. Everything in there just about got frozen except for the winter weeds. But that's when I told all the help when they came in to start cleaning up. I had a method to my madness. That was not winter weeds. That was living mulch and frost protection. So some stuff that looked bad is really coming along. Uh, we had I had three improved Myers and a Mexican lime in there that got hammered. But they, I know they're on their own route, and they're coming back strong. A brugmansias is coming back from the bottom. So a lot of stuff... Kind of surprised us on what it's doing. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of other things. Grape myrtles are being real slow. And, uh, again, that's one thing we're just going to have to be patient with. But I'm kind of impressed by a lot of the stuff. The flambagos are starting to pop up out of the ground. So I'm, I'm kind of happy with now. And Olive Tree, I asked Dr. Stein about it. He said, chances are they're going to die back, but they'll come back from the base. And um pomegranates are coming back from the base this year. Uh, they're another one that I kind of deliberately asked them about. Now I've got a mijo citrus. I know it's on its own root because of what era it's from. But actually, Rob, I haven't had to do too much to it. So okay, keep your cool. patience. Hang in there. Be patient. Right.
3: <laughs> Be
0: patient. I- I think uh, what I've been seeing is a lot of the heat-loving plants, like the uh, Esperanza, like the crepe myrtles, etc., are moving very slow because it hasn't been hot yet.
7: Yeah, it's been very mild. I find
4: that I find that a. Uh, a uh, strange observation, too, on the crepe noodles, because they're always slow to start well, in the well, spring. That's, well, that's yeah. true, that's true. Yeah. But I, that,
0: I, I threw them in there, because you know, yeah. they do yeah. like the heat, you know, when we yeah. say, when is it going to bloom? Well, when it gets hot, you know, that's Yeah. When but
6: our, our ground temperatures haven't warmed up that much, and that's one yeah. way Jerry and I disagree on, because I've heard, now to me, and I've seen this in the past, you know, quite a few years, to me, the Poitianas or, the, or the Barbados, they usually don't start popping up and waking up until closer to May anyway. You know, whether Uh-oh. you them back to the ground or Mother Nature took them to the ground. So I still think be patient with them. I don't think we lost as many as, granted, Jerry kept saying it was Milton saying kids and goodbye, but I don't agree. I think they're going to. a lot of them are going to come I back. I
3: never said that. All right, yeah, cool. I know. It's just... All right. Rob, coming out bold with that Poinciana. Yeah. Uh, you know where the you know that you know where the title is, don't you? That's its name is Pride of Barbados. This is, so, yeah, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, I got yeah. so, my first I,
6: fire bush poking out tonight, today too. Mm-hmm. So. Thank,
3: so thanks, thanks, Rob. Be
6: patient, y'all. Don't write okay. everything off yet until it's dead. <laughs> okay. Thanks, man. We've
3: got to take a quick break, and we're going to do that right now at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up by from Milburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardie Road on 9.30 a.m. The answer.
5: I never knew that I could. Hurt.
3: Welcome back to Millburgers Garden South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. Linda, don't go anywhere. I want to tell everybody about Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, you can uh, have uh, all kinds of wonderful nature in your yard. You know, you hear people who do this uh, who absolutely love it. It's actually the second most difficult. Uh, uh, I'm not thinking the right word, but the second most popular hobby uh, compared to gardening. And um, uh, people love nature, bringing uh, and having birds in their yard and and all kinds of uh, wildlife. Well, Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner can help you with that. Wild Birds Unlimited uh, has all the answers that you need and all the supplies you need, too, and the expertise. So you can talk to Kyle or Bill and all the gang over there. They'll help you out. And I like to say this, too, because it's true. You'll notice if you haven't been there before. Uh, if you just hang around there for a little while, one of the customers will help you because they've been working with them for, you know, over decades. And uh, they, they know all this stuff, too, and they love It's kind of a family out there at Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Go by and visit with them, 479-B-I-R-D, 479-BIRD for Wild Birds Unlimited. We got it, Linda. Don't go anywhere. We have got a question in the crowd. Did you want to be on the air? Yeah, come yeah. on right here. No, he doesn't want to be on the air. So, uh, well, no, 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 no. So, uh, wait. Did you want to be on the air? Or no.
4: You got to, We got. To, he doesn't want to be got on the. I do air. the radio, so you can.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. So go ahead. Just talk uh, right there. No, okay. <laughs>
2: you don't,
3: you don't no, need, you need, to to. need to. Just just talk in there. You'll be okay. Yeah. What you got?
9: Uh, guys, I got a uh, pretty pear cactus. Yeah. It was about. Uh, eight and a half feet tall and about nine feet wide with a root base of about a foot and a half. The winter storm just destroyed it.
0: Yep. Um, Good start.
9: It's I got a few left uh, green uh, paddles left on it. Don't know what to do with it.
0: Which is the plant? It's a prickly pear. Prickly oh. pear and, and I'd say don't worry about it. Just let it go. It, right. It'll get that big again in a few short years. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. clean it, it up a little bit while you can. Uh, get rid of the the really dead, soft, mushy yes. pads, and and it will it will continue on.
9: Okay. Um. And it's also oozing. Yes. Uh, liquid. Yeah. So just just let it go. Just let it go. Hey, because my wife is like Darth Vader in the horticultural community. Yeah. She wants a cut down. Uh huh. Yeah. So well, she's had, she's waited it,
4: all these years yeah. for it to die, and now you're not letting her get her
9: wish, huh? <laughs> ah, <I'm
4: telling laughs> I, once it's cleaned up,
0: mm-hmm. I, I, once it's all cleaned up, uh, she'll probably change her tune on it. She'll go, oh, it doesn't look so bad. Okay. And it's, uh, so that's what I'm saying clean it all up, get rid of all those uh, mushy, dead ones. And and leave a few of the green ones, but you will be surprised uh, and, and maybe horrified how fast it returns to. Okay,
9: its I, I got uh, about three or four paddles that are green left, yep. and that, that's that's enough. That's that, and unfortunately, the, the the base of it coming up to the the paddles that are still green is starting to get mushy.
0: Yeah, so uh, you get some air in there. Air and sunlight, and it'll heat up, and uh, that'll take care of it. Uh, now, if you want uh, maybe uh, just a tad bit, even more attractive, just a tad bit of uh, like a pine bark or something around there, that, 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 that'll that make it nice. All right. But, but you don't have to worry about the ooze
9: all right thanks, fellas. thank you thanks you have a good
3: night you too or take Dave. care all right linda's on the line at 210-308-8867 she's got a report for us we're taking reports on what's uh where where you're starting to see things come back i hope that's what your report is linda
5: oh i've got a pretty good report too
9: good um, what's that i have
5: i had a meyer lemon and a satsuma that were both planted in a sheltered area of my yard and i've had them for over 20 years and I tried desperately to save the Meyer lemon, thinking it was going to be the most sensitive. And I even wrapped the trunk, the base of the trunk, in a sleeping bag. And I have growth coming back up to almost two feet up the trunk. And I have it branching out in oh, probably a dozen places. So you have it a- dead?
0: No. No, I, yes, I, was the Meyer. I I was going to say I would have. I would have guessed the other way around.
4: Which one? But I didn't, I didn't.
5: Satsuma try to, died. I did not try yeah. to wrap the satsuma. It was oh, way too okay. big. And right. but uh, the lemon, I thought I would try, and uh, you know, I covered I, it with the blankets. And but uh, the main trunk has has survived up to about two feet.
2: Okay, well, and
5: uh, I have some I have some green growth coming back on my calamundin because I bought one of those original calamundins that you were that you were selling over at Wonderland
8: uh-huh. many oh. years ago.
5: You know, back when it was ten dollars instead of fifty, <laughs> and I'm getting growth, uh, green growth up about eight feet.
4: Well, I lost. Uh Mine from Jerry, the one that was yeah. 14 feet tall in my yard. And then I also lost the one that I never bothered to cover in a container. Uh, and and I lost my kumquat, which, oh. which was strange, too. Uh,
5: well, I lost Satsuma. my lime, but I've already been over there and bought a new lime. And I bought a, a Miho on the Satsuma. But when I had bought my original Satsuma, they didn't even differentiate. They just said Satsuma on them. So,
4: All right. Sounds but good. Thank you. Thank you
5: for yeah, no, yeah, the report. Uh, the Bay, Bay Laurel is also coming back from the ground.
0: Oh, that's uh, – there, there's been a lot of uh, – <clears throat> I was going to say historic, historic, but it's histrionic, histrionic people. hysterical yeah hysterical that one too okay uh a lot of people (laughs) on the ledge no ask me about bay laurel and um including my boss and uh uh split defoliated um and frankly i i said probably gonna come back from the base what was yours coming back from from the base of the uh, tree or the actually base. from the trunk?
2: I had already, All right. uh, a
5: year ago, I had already taken it down from about 20 feet to about 6 feet because it was just okay. interfering right. with the calamondin. But I've taken it back down to the ground, and it's because I noticed around the base, I'm getting the little sprouts.
0: Excellent. Okay. So, Yay. So we're anyway. getting some good reports.
5: So, in other words, people shouldn't be rushing to judgment. They should go ahead and wait a little while and and see what happens. Mother Nature can surprise us.
4: Sure, I'll, you know, look, listen to that wonderful advice. I, I, because I heard hers it. are growing. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 would, some of our callers don't have the same reports to give, yeah. so they're they're a little more desperate. I was going to say. Bilton, do you remember what I said five weeks ago? Uh No, no.
3: What (laughs)
0: would it be? Watch and wait. No, you said uh, said
3: kiss him goodbye. No, (laughs) only one thing. That was
0: a Mexican fan palm. That was the only one. Uh, (laughs) But I said wait. uh, April first. Yeah. April fifteenth and May first are your dates. Uh, If you do not see anything by May first, yeah, then then it would be.
4: Now I want to be. I want to alert people, though, too on the on the citrus. They're they're uh, they're a bit notorious for sprouting, and then uh, when we get our 90 degree summer heat, they they're uh, unable to maintain it. So don't we don't want any you know to uh, put much into the. Uh, you continue to be objective and watch well, how it develops. I've got Thank one you. Meyer lemon that is blooming and yeah. sprouting, but it's it's kind of a like it's floating. That part of the tree is floating in, a, in the rest of the f- oh. rose freeze-killed area.
3: Thank you, Linda. All right, we've got to take a break. While we Bye, do, Linda. call us at 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. Our phone number. Well, it's 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And we're having fun. We're getting reports from people on what they're seeing in their yard. Uh, Mark brought up an interesting topic, and we can uh, go to the now, unless you all have another topic you want to talk about. But nope. I- I'm going to encourage you to come on out. I mean, we got lots of folks here. Now the sun has broken through. It's, uh, you know, it's it is really a pretty day here at the nursery, and uh, lots of people getting lots of There's color. grackles here, young grackles. Yeah, looking, well, looking would, for lemons. Oh, we're disappointing them.
0: Yeah. No, they're they're getting a little uh, herb herbage there. And they're also getting some a cat, salad
3: and cat food. Mm. I'm watching this guy eat oh. cat food. So I have another question oh. for you, Calvin. That I'll, I'll, I'll I can ask you right now. Okay, you ready for my question? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I've got this nice phone, right, and I can get like bird sounds on it because if you go to zoom and 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 do grackle calls it'll play them so if i like go into my yard and sit and there's like a grackle i can see it up there and i start playing that can i like attract more grackles what can i expect it kind of was fun nothing happened by the way i did Uh, this already this experiment
4: it depends on the the bird species i've seen professional guides
3: we're on the air, ma'am. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh,
4: profession- I've seen professional guides that have done have done that.
3: Uh, oh, with the, with like a phone? And, uh,
4: but it depends on the breed, and it, be- it depends on the quality of the recording. Sometimes they record their own, but...
3: Oh, okay. I, you, yeah, they
4: can. They do that uh, quite often. All you right, know, so... When you have the Martin, purple Martin, that's that's one of the ways yeah. that they attract
3: Martin. That's what the what uh, my uh, mother-in-law, Debt was trying to do. She was trying to... Attract them. Someone said, "Well, if you're not getting them now, go ahead and and play Martin Sounds, uh, you know." Which, by the way, we you know, Martin Sounds is the show. It's coming up tonight at eight. Martin Sounds is great. Oh, I used to watch them all the time. Yeah, yeah, he was fabulous. <laughs> um. What is that? I don't understand.
0: Nah we're we're making puns.
3: We're making oh, bad yeah. jokes. Uh, yeah, on Martin Sounds. Okay. <laughs> Well I'll have to do that. Can I attract like how long do I have to wait before I don't know, it
4: depends on the depends on the recordings, it depends on the species of the bird and it depends on the situation they're in. Okay. So you don't it's not an automatic
3: So we saw a cardinal too, so I switched it from grackles to cardinals or and nothing happened. Or a red bird, whatever. Yeah. Nothing happened. He just he flew over. Now the grackle kinda seemed to be answering. So All right, 210-308-8867. We've got Bob on the line with a crepe myrtle question. What's going on, Bob? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
1: Good. How about you?
3: Good, good, good. What's going on?
1: Well, I've had a lot of trouble with crepe myrtles, with with them dying and not uh, doing well, not flowering very well. And I'm one to buy some and plant them, and I'm wondering what kind of dirt I should put in the ground
0: uh, well, well first ragged, of all, I uh,
1: hard clay and and uh, calcium rocks. Okay, and uh, so I'd like to put good dirt in to make them grow. I guess.
0: Well, the first question I ask you: How much sun do you have?
1: Yeah. Well, some places a lot, and some places not as much. But.
0: Well, there you go. You got to have full, full, full sun for your crepe myrtles.
4: And uh, okay. soil. Um, the soil they generally need pretty good drainage. Yeah, crepe myrtles will live almost any place, but they don't—they won't bloom and prosper unless they've got drainage and you've yeah. got a good soil reservoir.
0: So you say that you got clay. So uh, yeah, you're going to dig a big hole, uh, and you're going to use some of the clay as the backfill, and then you're going to amend it with with expanded shale. A little bit of Spanish shale and a little bit of biochar, B-I-O-C-H-A-R.
4: You know what I've seen work pretty well, and I think Jerry has done this quite a bit uh, for his uh, children's yard, The you can kind of make a, a uh, hill. Yeah, that's right, yeah. you can You
0: can plant shallow. It's a shallow hole, and you can slope it up. Yeah, uh, about halfway, or so. so. You only dig halfway of the root ball, and you put it up there, and you just slope it up. Yeah, I forgot about that. I should remember that,
4: but yeah, and then uh, you kind of. I, I, I it shouldn't the, depending on the variety, should not be a major factor. But I, I swear sometimes that some varieties are, are just easier to grow and tougher than than other varieties. So. Uh, that's that's another factor. Um, so, uh, have you gotten any information there that'll make it uh, easier? You think?
1: Well, where do I get this biochar? Well, uh, it's it's kind
0: of a trendy new thing, and but most nurseries, most uh, high quality nurseries uh, will have it. Are, so,
4: you, are you you know you don't have to use that? You can use. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's what I say it's a new trendy thing. You can you can just use some expanded shale and org high quality compost.
4: Garden, they've got garden mixes yeah. that work fine. And but it's a small amount. It's compost. Like,
0: it's like ten percent, fifteen percent of the pile is is this organic matter.
4: The key, the key is that there be more soil. That there be that hill. I mean that. Uh, uh, raised areas so that they they got uh, some yeah, drainage, yeah. drainage. Yeah. The key thing and then fertilized you uh f- uh fertilizer becomes a factor l- later in the process once the, you know once you see some uh, good growth then you can kind of spur it on by using some slow release lawn fertilizer
0: yeah less is more uh, everyone always adds it's, it's like medication, you know it's that if you think one aspirin is good, two are better, no, it doesn't work
4: that way well, and it, it never it never works when you do that as the first uh, treatment, yeah, it always you gotta wait until you get some response from your soil alteration, and then the fertilizer adds to the success. give, uh, give it a try.
1: All right. You know you can get yeah,
4: you can get you. you can get those uh, sacks of uh, that soil at a nursery like Millburgers or any place, or you can get them at a horticultural supply area like uh, Gardenville or Fertile Garden Supply or yeah,
0: Stone and. You don't backfill uh, entirely with a high quality compost or or the garden mix. You use uh mostly of your original soil but but a, a but add an amendment of this high quality compost or
4: uh, gardening mix.
1: Plant, so are you trying mix. to make it acidic or or a basic? No. Uh, no,
4: I don't uh, care. No, I don't it's care. Just, it's almost impossible to make yeah. our soil. Acidic. Yeah. Don't even bother. Yeah, and you're Mark's right crape myrtles sir. Already? Don't care. Oh, really, thank. Um, another another thing that uh, that works if you're if you're kind of kind of cruise around your neighborhood and and look look at uh, the ones that are successful, and kind of see if you can see some of the get some hints from how they're growing. Quite often, you'll see that they they've got that soil situation we we're describing and full sun.
1: Yeah. Well, my neighbor my neighbor right, right across the street has some very nice ones, nice crepe myrtles, really doing well. But he had them uh, planted by a professional landscaper, and they, uh-huh. they uh, I don't know what they put in the hole, but he said they put right. quite a bit of something in there. And
3: those do those Maybe. have as much sun as yours do? Do they get more sun, less sun?
1: About the same, yeah. About
3: the same, okay.
1: Yeah, we'll
4: try it. Uh, you can you can get a, a professional millerbergs plants uh, yeah, crepe myrtles. That's a good idea. Or you can do some experimenting. I mean, you'll I think you'll get the a response, a relatively quick response if you use that uh, soil situation Mark talked about. It doesn't have to be the fancy stuff. It's just yeah. any kind of uh, garden garden mix or compost, any of those kind of materials.
1: Well, the one that that I'm going to replace right now that died is, I'm pretty sure I planted it too deep, is the problem. Oh, yeah. Oh,
4: that that is definitely a a problem. Uh, We're talking about, uh, if if anything, plant it shallow. So, when I was
0: in school, we said uh, plant the top of the root ball at grade. Now, if you look at the specs, all the research says that you may plant the root ball one to two inches, one to two inches above grade, and they're they're noticing that that um, root balls sink, and oh. particularly with 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 clay soil, and then you're watering it. Yeah, it's and it's poor internal drainage, so. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Think about, think literally about raising the ball up and then sloping the soil up to the ball, top of the ball.
3: Yeah, you, you'll right, be amazed how quickly they'll me. respond. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. All right, 210 308 88 210 308 You know, it's interesting that you should say that um, because on the light issue, and it, it's kind of funny it's just my opinion as a non-professional uh, but it can sneak up on you because Laura had these beautiful crepe myrtles year after year after year
2: yeah.
3: and then but everything else around them grew up and so it began blocking the Sun mm-hmm. and so yeah so they don't receive as much Sun so they look great they, they, they they're nice and pretty but there's there's very few there's fewer blooms on them and she's like what's happened and actually we trimmed some of the stuff around them for last year and they 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 perked up and and bloomed more
4: we talked about Siniza being quite often in in that same situation because they they last so so long and they can survive any kind of conditions but after 20 years of the a live oak or a Texas red oak growing over the top of them, it, it changes the whole
3: environment. Yeah. Daryl's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Daryl. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing?
6: I'm doing well. Hope y'all are doing fine. Mark, I have a question for you. I have a, a wholesale nursery license, and if my customers plant trees that I acquire for them, and give them a receipt for those. Would would that still qualify for the rebate program, or do the trees have to be purchased from a retail nursery?
0: No, uh, you have. They have to be. Uh, f- this is the CPS Green Shade Program, and they have to be uh, of those that are listed on the CPS website. And, uh, and of a certain size, and they be planted certain direction. In other words, you can't plant them on the north side of the house. Right. They have to be there for the shading. Um, and then uh, they have to have a receipt to show CPS. So if you provide them with a receipt, whether it be retail or wholesale, it shouldn't ma- matter. And my, okay. Mark's
4: marks uh, SAWS program, it it, <clears throat> it lists. Unless the partners at the at the beginning, right? So he would his company. Yeah, would yeah, have to yeah. Be a partner. So, so uh, I'm the, to be a coupon partner
0: of which Mil, uh, Milburgers is. Uh, that, that's a whole big longer thing, and you sh- would you'd have to know is uh, or have to have is at least. Uh, all of the plant at least one type of all the plants that are on the permitted list so gotcha. uh, yeah, but yeah, I believe question, you're, just my, you're just talking that, about trees. you're just talking about trees correct
6: yeah that's correct so that's that's yeah. fine because that's what uh, I was su- suggesting to my clients is take advantage of that and they were asking if it had to be a retail purchase which had done so okay very good I yeah. appreciate your help gentlemen yeah, Have a good you're day. very welcome
3: thank you sir all right 210 308 88 210 308 8867 What you looking at?
4: Uh, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the me- Mexican uh, petunia. The Ruelia.
0: No. I'm looking at the citrus going right past the Mexican petunia that I was looking going back. So
4: it we've lo- got it looks like it uh, gosh it's amazing. It must have been must have been protected from the cold.
0: Yeah, I was going to say or it was California or Florida production. Um, uh, It's one of my favorite plants. Mm-hmm. I, a- if I could kill it, as it spreaded out, you know, it's, oh. it, to me it's a, it's a beautiful plant. I like it. It's upright, nice color, uh, but unfortunately, it just spreads. It spreads insidiously.
3: Yeah, but I like it too. We have some. It's it's all black now, yeah. but uh, I don't think it's going to stay that way. I I have a feeling it's 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 coming back. But I do like it. Oftentimes, it's kind of cool, too, because uh, it's one of those ones that looks like heck in the summer until it rains. Yeah. And then it's like, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. Yeah. But, uh, oh, should I tell? Uh, were you here when they had the real tall? Um, I'm, we're, we're, gonna, we're ruining tomorrow's show. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so maybe we should. Well, talk. no, it's a tease. Uh, it's a tease, a tease yes. Tease. Tomorrow we will talk about my uh, Dianthus. Oh and, yeah. And what I'm noticing, the big tall Dianthus is coming back. Is it coming back tall or short? Find out tomorrow when you listen to Millberger's Gardening South Texas.
0: And that's 12:30 or 9:30 on your AM dial. That's right. At that's 12 to 2. 8, 12 that's 12 right. To
3: 2. Yeah, I forgot what part of the show we get into that. But, yeah, Calvin does a great job of uh, we kind of discuss things that he's seen and advice on stuff. One of the topics that we talk about, although we we probably, yeah, why don't we take a break, and then we'll talk and, uh, we'll come back if we don't have any calls. We'll talk about grass and stuff, okay?
0: Yes, not, not, uh, lawns. Lawns, sorry. I'm lawns. sorry. Lawns, paraphrase, paraphrase.
3: <laughs> okay, lawns. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210 210- 308-8867. Let's take a break and come right back on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. In
2: the cottonwoods whispering above, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy's in love.
3: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We celebrate our April birthdays with uh, Debbie Reynolds to 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. And we'll talk to you and uh, see what's going on in your yard and your garden. And also, uh, let's talk. You were, Mark, you were bringing up uh, lawns. Uh, uh, I've
0: received a lot of phone calls and emails uh, regarding lawns. And uh, a lot of them is, what do I put on the lawn? Uh, to you know, what kind of fertilizer? And we we'll always go so back off, you know, do a little bit. Uh, usually, uh, you're ju- you're adjusting myself.
3: There. No, no, no. Well, you're, yeah. it's hard to hear you.
0: Okay. Well, I can, there you go. I can get closer. Um, so uh, it, uh, it's we usually add fertilizer about mid mid April
4: um like we say about cut the lawn a couple of times and then go with the, it with this, this year depending on your lawn and the soil you know we've talked a lot about soil to, today mm. um the the growth of the lawn may be you know may be different uh a lot of winter weeds are but yeah. they're but they actually the winter weeds are going to already starting to go to seed and and everything so uh you can so what what mark's saying is don't don't rush but, but i i was going to bring up the point that I was going to play jerry's role here uh uh no, I'm slow there. release lawn fertilizer yes. the 1959 is on sale yeah and that's that's the top that's the top one uh about um, may 1st what you want you want your grass, your real grass, San Augustine or Bermuda grass, to be growing, so it can take advantage of getting that. That is the, the key.
0: Uh, people see uh, the the winter grasses, uh, cool season grasses, more appropriately, and they think they got to fertilize them. That's actually not what we want. We want the the warm season grasses to be active before we put the fertilizer down. But yes, uh, a slow release. Uh, with a 1959 or similar is the ones we we strongly recommend to use and it's about mid-april
4: now we've started uh folks that like to use organic uh fertilizers
0: we start them a little
4: earlier yeah go ahead and uh you know you know you might start you might start them even in uh first of april mid mid mid-march or yeah because they take a little longer to to release the nitrogen and the other nutrients, so you got lots of, you got lots of options. But uh.
3: well, now y'all talk about the waiting till you cut the lawn two times, but is that going to work for this year? Because the lawn, at least my lawn, seems to be in a more of a recovery stage than a growth stage. Where, as normally this time of year, would it be in the same position?
4: No, you're right, Milton. It could be, it could be different. The, the lawns are in strange mm-hmm. conditions now. Yeah. I, was, I always I always get nervous about uh, you, you. Somebody's asking you these questions, and then you uh, tell, you give them this advice about mowing, mowing real grass twice, and then the next thing you know, do you look at the the grass and it's uh, <coughs> rescue grass or annual blue grass, and so yeah. So really the the good news is that if you're using slow release lawn fertilizer you're, you're really not um, it's not much of an environmental threat it's uh, oh, okay. not, not really wasted uh, but technically, you know you would wait a little longer, but then the other hand, you don't want to you don't want to wait until you get to your 90 degree weather too Oh does
3: that make it tougher? makes it tough for the grass Oh does it okay. Yeah. To use uh, to uh, now, to use. so it seems to me what you're saying is that the worst thing that can happen is that you're going to end up feeding both the grass and the winter weeds, but the winter weeds are going to go away anyway.
4: Yeah, and they're there, going yeah. to okay. go quick. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to be, mark my words, we'll be getting these reports. <coughs> oh, my lawn was green and lush. Yeah last week and yeah, now, now you yeah. can understand that <laughs> it. it's sweet, yellow well, and yeah and that's the winter weeds declining or, or
0: or i get the the phone calls that says what do i do about these weeds mm. and uh, my first response is wait they will die
4: on their own in Maybe? may was it milton that was was talking about the uh Betstra?
3: Yeah, you know, we we're talking about that tomorrow. Should I share my experience, my frustration it's with tease. It's what? another tease. It is another tease. But yeah. this, you're talking about how it was nowhere near me, and then, yeah. Well, for those who are listening today, I'll share. So, it. What is the so, what so, is so, what does Neil call it? Oh, oh, sticky
4: oh, yeah, Willie
0: or sticky something. Yeah, Willie Sticky or uh, that no, it rhymed. Um, oh, I, I couldn't. Uh, anyway, but yeah, the bed straw—it's so, like—it's oh, like cactus.
3: Yeah, it just jumps
0: at you. It
3: does. I no, just, you're uh, you're you're joking, but it's a pencil you're cactus. making light of this. But let me tell you my situation, my yeah. friend. So I was telling Calvin this, and so we're doing the show tomorrow. You can listen to it. Oh, and and we want to remind you too. Don't call in tomorrow because nobody's going to be there. You're just gonna. There's just gonna be you calling, going, "What the hey?" But. Let me, let me see if anybody can appreciate this. Call in if you can appreciate this. I am raking stuff up in the yard, raking the sticky weed. I have come no more near it, okay, because it's like six feet away from me. I'm raking it, raking it, raking it. And then I walk away, and it's like stuck on the top of my shirt. How did it get to the top of my shirt? <laughs> it's, it's, it does. It jumps on you.
4: Well Laura, if you if you have
3: pets
5: yes
4: some of the, some of the dogs it just seems to jump on too
0: what, 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 what do we call the comic strips uh, that are uh, more adult and but, but more intense there's a certain name for those comic strips
3: are these like graphic novels graphic novels okay, okay.
0: so there is a graphic novel on these types of weeds. Really? Or, or or I will create one okay so it's it's a graphic novel uh, that of this of these uh, Bedstraw attacking you
3: it is yeah it is one day Bedstraw will will make an attempt to take over the planet that's right so here's the other thing so I, I yesterday I took advantage of the uh, the day being off and I had all this uh, this brush that I had pulled down and cut down, and so I ran it over. There was no bed straw in it. None. I promise you. Did you, look, what...
0: did you look on your back first?
3: <laughs> no, I did not, but you know where this is going. <laughs> and so I load up the truck, and I'm ready to take it down, and Laura goes, oh, I like your tail. What? <laughs> yeah, I like your tail. And she pulls this big wad of bed straw off my backside, and it's like... I, I don't understand. So, if you have experience with this, uh, and you can commiserate, you can call us at 210-308-8867. I was nowhere near bed straw.
4: Well, you know what, Jerry, <laughs> J- Jerry uh, is uh, imp- impatient with the bed straw, but his he he has uh, uses the oh the herbicide uh, weed free zone. Yeah, and you you can get the pre-mixed stuff, you know, and and go spray along the edge of your. Or as long as it's on the lawn, it's a broadleaf herbicide, and it really devastates the stuff. It's it's it really if it frustrates you and it's one of those things that I don't want to think about it anymore. Just get the weed freeze. It it, it
0: is very therapeutic. Therapeutic, in other words. Take that. Yeah. All right. That's my laugh.
3: That's very good. (laughs) Your evil, maniacal gardening (laughs) laugh. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. What else you got going on, gentlemen? Uh, Mark, is there anything else you want to talk about with uh, gardening things? Oh,
0: I don't know. Uh, know, Are you going to pick on Neil? Talk about that Wee a little bit, Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Normally, at this time of the show, we normally pick on Neil, but uh, we won't do that today. Okay. Uh, so, weasatch. So, uh, it is a sensitive tree. It is an early successional species. So, if you have a bare piece of ground, uh, weasatch and some other species will be the first ones to okay. go with it. Because it is a, an inoculator of the soil with nitrogen. It's oh. a legume. So it is one of these species that will add nitrogen to the soil. But it is frost sensitive. So over uh, over the years I've learned, you know, said, well, it's great. It, it's scratched up my arms and attacked <laughs> me like a cat. Uh, but... Uh, it, it is frost sensitive So uh, we argue The arborist argues What I'm talking about Argue ex- exactly what is its northern extent hmm. And some said 1604 Really? Some said 46 I'm like oh you can see about 46 And I, I kind of uh, protected myself And said uh, 290 uh, That goes from 10 Wow All the way to like uh, College Station or something uh, I said, not north of that line. Well, frankly, I will say that there are no more Wee Sash north of, or south of that line between well, between San Antonio and 290. There's nothing. There's no, what is
3: the southern extent
0: of Wee Sash? Uh, down in the valley. Okay. Yeah. So you, I like it. So it's,
3: it's, I didn't really notice it much until you start seeing them bloom, and then they're yes, real pretty. Uh, so what, what, about the,
4: what about the... Uh, those that are in our landscapes, I, you know, I, I have to admit, I have not even looked real close in, in the, we, you know, the Weasatch is yeah. a bit, relatively big tree. Uh, are they, they've def, been defoliated, I take it, are they, are a lot of them going to sprout from the roots or are a lot of them going to be dead completely? I, I think there will be some of the larger ones that will sprout from the
0: roots. Uh, the smaller ones, like I said, you can see the, all these dead trees in almost Basin. As you drive south on 281, those will all be dead. Uh, and then here there, you'll see them sprout from the roots. Okay. But but you you'll be left with these large trees. And so right now, if you go through town and you see a dead tree, more than likely it was a we set. Interesting. This is something I got to send out to the listeners. Um, I've been seeing some Arizona ash that haven't re- refoliated, and I think it was because traditionally, the third week of February is when Arizona ash leaves out. It's one of the first. Uh, trees that have a leaf burst about that time and that's right when we had the freeze so Mm. i'm thinking there's a lot of uh arizona ash so uh, that's another thing to call in uh next week saying uh my arizona ash has leafed out or has not leafed out
3: i wonder okay
0: so just something i've been looking around the neighborhood going huh yeah why is that arizona ash not leafed out
3: You know what? Partially. What I think maybe I always like them, but I don't know if I'm noticing them more now because of what happened or not. But red buds look great this year, but I don't think I think it's in contrast to maybe
0: that everything else was defoliated, so the red buds all of a sudden showed up.
3: Yeah, Yeah. but they they look pretty. Yeah, Uh, we're
0: thinking of getting a red bud now. Oh. Yeah, so oh, you trendy person you. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, I I chase the trends. <laughs> some, some of
4: the red buds uh, bloomed real early. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then the freeze came and then um, most of them came <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> after.
4: it was about half half I thought. And um,
0: some of them uh, were blooming early and then freeze and then they kind of had a struggle since and then some of them which were a little bit later bloomed.
4: Now, Mark, did we tell you we we did get a re, we did get at least one we got one report on uh, uh, Esperanza and uh, Pride of Barbados uh, sprouting, yeah. but uh, but only one, which which we would expect. Now, it was a good gardener. I don't doubt that it, he would get those right, but uh, but that's uh, still. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, a plant I'm, we'd expect a little later.
0: I'm, I'm really <laughs> waiting on, on the pride of Barbados. Uh, that's that's going to be the one for me. You know, Esperanza, I don't worry about. Uh, it's going to come back from the sprout from the base. Uh, here, there, maybe not every one, but the majority of them. It's the pride of Barbados that I'm kind of like wondering about.
3: Uh, yeah, we, yeah they, there seems to be some arguments and. Back and forth on the Pride of Barbados. <laughs> that's why I'm throwing it out there. Thank yeah. you. Just to, just to cause trouble. Thank yeah, you, Mike. Yeah,
0: a little kerosene.
3: Yeah, that's right. All right. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. To free, it's 866 308 8867. Yes, sir. You Are you getting ready to read something, or are you just no No, 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 things? no.
0: Just, uh, well, as I said, this is the traditional time. Um oh that just reminded me of something on there. One of the tr- one of the species that we have maligned over the years. Oh dear. Actually did very well in the the freeze. Who did we malign? What did we malign? We have maligned red tip fotinia repeatedly oh. over the years. And surprisingly it did very well through the freeze. How interesting. Uh now those that did better were the ones that are widely spaced more as a tree as opposed to a hedge. And I still think that's the way to do it. Uh, if you want a retifetinia, uh, plant them out on 8-foot spacings. Not, do not try to make an imp- impenetrable hedge. Use them as a small tree. And they seem to have done very, very hey, well. What is and- the cousin? What's the cousin that the uh the one of the quote so, parents of the the red tip,
4: there is a Chinese. Yeah, Fetunia. the because there there's uh, at least one very large yeah. one blooming in my neighborhood Right, right, right. So didn't, uh, didn't get phased. Uh, yeah. So it um uh,
0: it it it's a it's bigger. Uh, it's definitely a small tree, not a hedge, and uh, a little rougher leaves. Um, they're more serrated. And uh, but you can tell the difference. if you saw the two you could tell the difference right off uh, on that. So uh, uh, I believe that's Fraser eye is the scientific Fraser, name. yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but 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 uh, red tips, uh, Milton. The, the red tips uh, parentage is is not known. It's no. Oh, yeah, okay. we, we 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 Goodness, scandalous. Yeah, scandalous. And we're fighting <laughs> about it.
3: All right, 210-308-8867. Uh-oh, 210-308-8867. Oh, no, no, ask, no, no, no. Is it It could be. So let's uh No, it was it's our buddy from Johnson City. <laughs> yeah, but, I
0: know. That's what I'm like.
3: Okay, good. <laughs> Al, ask him to hold on a second. We're going to take a quick break so okay. we can we can make sure that he has plenty of time to cover his uh, I'm, his, I'm his take- topic. Kay. So 210-308-8867. Hang on, Joe. We'll come back and talk to you right after this. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930
5: AM, The
2: Answer.
5: Whatever will be, will be.
2: The future's not ours to see. And
3: welcome back K-sera. to Millburgers Garden in South Texas. Must be Dora's Day if it's K Sarah so that means she's an April birthday. alright zero eight eighty eight sixty seven right, Johnson City, Joe is on the line. What's going on, Joe? What do you know?
7: Well, I'm a very humble and thankful person, Milton. Goodness. Uh, a lot of people went out of the way to make sure I got my tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate whatever you did and everybody else. And, uh... uh and uh, that sixty-five yeah. mile, uh, one-way trip down there was worth it. All we right. Well. Even ended up buying some other stuff, which darn it, I always did. But, well,
3: listen, uh, I can't take, take much credit except to that. be encouraging of you, but yeah, Millburgers put Joe on the wish list, and then gave him a call and said, "Yeah, we got him." And then Joe drove down sixty-five miles to get all the one way to Millburgers.
7: Yeah, well, one way. Yeah, that several times a year, but. Uh, uh, since these tomatoes have been so iffy, I didn't want to make another trip down there and they not have them. I bought some from other people, too.
9: Oh.
7: I already promoted them, so they're going to try them out. uh, Which varieties were you talking about,
0: Joe? Explain a little bit. Which varieties, Joe?
7: Oh, I got uh, Tycoons and I got the uh, Ruby Crush. Yeah, the ruby. the ruby crush was the ones that I've been having a hard time getting them. I found the seed online, but no plants any place.
0: Yeah, it's a little late for the seed.
7: Yeah, that, unless you're going to do you know like for the fall, but they're real expensive. It's like a dollar a seed. Wow! <laughs> wow! They're, they're, they're almost less the, than the
3: transplants, I, the, not much more than that. I'm, lo- I'm like looking over on. at
4: the uh, uh, area where, where the ruby crush are. Not many left, Joe. They start, When he started out the show today, it was about three times as many as there are now. But the, the gardeners are over there.
7: Well, they sent them away for me. They oh them. yeah, they, <laughs> they, they got him and they hit them for me, and uh, I, was, I was just very thankful for everybody. Sure, uh, I'm also, glad that you I got, got him. Weather report: We got a uh, little Norther come through up here, and I got almost an inch. Now, All if right. I was my neighbor, I, 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 he would say, "Oh, I got an inch," but I almost got an inch here of rain. You, so,
3: are you cool. sending that some of it our way?
0: Yeah, it we
7: should use be. some
0: down here,
3: because those poor wee sash all along uh, 281. They're they need that <laughs> rain. <laughs> <laughs>
7: what no, they how, don't. The how did they fare? Yeah.
3: How'd they fare? How the China berries fare, Joe Winston? know. That's his favorite <sighs> tree.
0: Yes, I know. That's how I first met Joe. Oh, okay. Many years ago. <laughs> uh, you know they're a little slow.
7: They're a little uh, slow, aren't they? They're a little hopefully, slow. Hopefully, they'll uh, make a. Uh, spring back here pretty soon. But uh, no, the other thing is that I guess uh, I need to ask Calvin this. I haven't been able to find any zinnias. I always plant zinnias in my vegetable. I like to plant flowers in my vegetable garden. And I always plant zinnias but I always get the plants. I've been able to get the seed. Well, I've ordered the seed that had not come in yet. How do you well, plant it? the seed?
4: Well, the seed, I there's a lot of ways you can plant it. The good news is it's easy easy to grow. You can plant them in the row in the uh, cut flower garden, or you can plant them in uh, containers. Right. And then uh, let them get you know to a good size and then plant them in the garden. Uh, Millburgers, it was almost the same situation yeah. as your Ruby Crush. <laughs> just uh, yeah. had some Dreamland Dreamland zinnias this morning, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was th- there were there w- it was like ration, rationing over there. There were me and a couple of other gardeners were dividing up the spoils. You know? it, it, it actually looked like
0: grackles or or vultures along the side of the road, just just waiting and looking.
4: Yeah. So so my <laughs> share was yeah. twenty.
1: Twenty-two.
7: Oh, I but, uh, got twenty-two. other day, and I asked him if he was there to keep fights breaking out between all the old people over the plants or not. But he, he was directing traffic. But I got there. But uh, how, deep do I, it. how deep? do I put these seeds?
0: The, the seeds. How
4: deep oh, just- Yeah. Don't. If you uh, you don't even have to cover them really, I just kind of press them into the yeah. soil because uh, um, they'll they'll sprout if the soil is moist. Uh, if they so, tap
7: in the soil and just press the seed in. Yeah, yeah.
4: You know you know what I
0: used to do? I I used to take a fork and just press it in, uh, and that's it. That's all that's I did. It.
7: That's it. Okay. Because I've always just got the plants, but you can't find the plants any place. Uh, yeah, i can't i'm down here in the middle of central texas but i you know i have to drive to the nurseries but even the ones i drive to you don't have them so that's maybe true they'll this, be is, this has
3: been a tough year the demand how quickly do the zinnia seeds come up
4: uh five or six days right. oh de- my goodness de- really de- depending oh, on yeah. sunshine and what
7: warm should the temperature be it's been Cool up here. Our salted yeah. It's yeah. still cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I said. It said sunlight and temperature, and it is kind of they need a little bit warmer than. than no, it's going.
4: it's warm enough in San Antonio that they're they're sprouting in, in my uh, cut flower garden where they uh, froze la, you know last year, and so Can it they be come, too hot come to back. Yeah. Too hot now. No, I don't. Think no, as so long I, as there's moisture, they don't. They, they, yeah, I'm
0: I'm I'm liking about high seventies or eighties. Okay, that's okay.
4: thing.
7: Yeah, okay. April well.
4: April one is kind of a key yeah.
0: date
7: for y'all down there, right? Yeah. So up here it'd be uh, two or three weeks later, but it's yeah, still or cool. You,
4: or you could plant them, in, you know, window or. I don't know if you got a greenhouse.
7: Oh, I've got a little greenhouse,
9: yeah. yeah. Well, there I could you
7: do, go. I could start up in there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate everybody, and y'all stay warm because i I got a little sweater on sitting in the house. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got our coats and, on. And
3: almost an inch of rain.
7: Almost That's what green. I'm hearing. All right. Thanks, Thanks Joe.
3: Y'all. Happy Easter. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Let's talk to Richard. At 210-308-8867. Hey Richard, welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. How are you doing?
5: Oh, I'm doing fine. Uh I have a question for the gentleman. Well all y'all the sycamore trees. I've got one out here. It's probably sixty foot tall. I'd say sixty, maybe it's fifty, it's tall. And uh it hasn't bloomed out at all. I see a little green here and there, you know, a little leaves so at the lower. I-
0: an American sycamore take yeah so uh, I've noticed that too uh, um, some of the sycamores are really slow and I just wonder whether it's one of the sycamores that are not adapted to our area so for everyone's edification you like that word? Mm-hmm. Uh, edification uh, there are three sycamores There's an American, a Mexican, and a hybrid, which we kind of call Texas Hill Country Sycamore, which is a little bit characteristics of both. Uh, But the answer question is yes. I have noticed that some of the sycamores, not all of them, but some of them, are very slow leafing out. So I would just say wait, wait. It doesn't do any, it doesn't cost anything to wait. And so uh, maybe maybe give it a little water, you know. Yeah,
5: yeah,
4: fifty
0: footer. Okay. Yeah, sixty.
5: Footer. Yeah, no. It, well, it's got a huge base, as it goes up, you know, it's not that big around. It's, it's huge, it's good. But, mm-hmm. uh, we just love it in the summertime on the evenings when it winds blow. Oh yeah, that
0: that sycamore smell. Yeah.
5: Yeah. All right.
0: Okay, thank you, Don. Yeah. So yeah, all I'm going to say is just uh, a good, good soaking. Uh, right now, once every two, once every two to three weeks, a good soaking.
3: Thanks, sir. Bye, now. Oh wait. Oh, okay. But All right, no. I thought we had another break, but oh. no, we're okay. That's why I was kind of rushing. I. Oh. I so but we're okay. Sorry, we Richard. Bye, Richard. All right. Uh, well, we, we can give out the number because we can still probably sneak one more call in. 210-308-8867. And uh, you want to talk a little let's bit? Just, uh,
4: let's re, let's remind everybody that uh has uh, got yeah. a huge uh, supply of uh, milkweed here. This is a tropical milkweed. Uh, and, eat, and I'm eat. not averse to the tropical milkweed.
0: Yeah. Easy I, to grow man.
4: and uh, will bloom blooming and... Uh, Seems to be the, the favorite of the of the monarch, even though yeah. we uh, it's desirable for us to uh, to get the natives to right. grow. It will
0: it will uh, be used by the monarch uh, uh, for eggs and larvae. Uh, I just reminded everybody, and a lot of the experts do, too, says if you're worried about the virus, then it's simply you just cut them back around Thanksgiving.
4: And they, uh, always, I always I get a little kick out of this because uh, all all of our gar- gardeners. We always been fighting aphids and uh, other pests. So we get aphids on our um, milkweed, and there's always this: what can we do? What can we do? Yeah. You know, we don't have to do anything. Really? We're not trying to raise a crop here, other yeah. than to provide the foliage and. <clears throat> Uh, nectar for uh monarchs and other bu- butterflies so the aphids the aphids are attractive and they don't don't really hurt the plant what what somebody somebody brought it to our attention too if the uh aphids are on there obviously it is there's not any uh pesticide down yeah. there too, oh, right right the aphids are most would be the most susceptible to to a uh, pesticide. You, you, if you it's could lingering. say that it's like if you don't see any
0: aphids, you have to start wondering. <laughs>
3: now didn't up we up. have that butterfly? The woman that wrote the butterfly book come on. Was it that the the um, the sap of the milkweed is toxic and yes, yeah, but that actually helps the caterpillars and the. Does that sound right? They have
9: evolved a, together. It's
3: a, yeah, it's really a complex
4: yeah. story, mm-hmm. though I, even. Even the mo- monarchs and uh, that usually uh, take advantage of it. They can get the caterpillars can get killed from it too. I didn't.
3: Oh, is that it? Really? Okay. Well, yeah.
4: You don't. It, I know that people, uh, the, the scientists, hesitate to get too far into it because the story oh. is so.
3: Uh, but is that closer. is that one of the – I'm trying to remember the story because it's really fascinating. That was almost one of the defense mechanisms for the, the monarch caterpillars was that other animals, because they're eating oh, a toxic absolutely. substance, yeah. they're, they're yeah. toxic. Yeah. Yeah, so well, the, the birds well, have
0: learned. And they're then predators. there are other caterpillars which have a similar pattern.
3: Yes. Oh. So oh. That
0: they, they, they can fool predators. By having a similar pattern to
4: the monarch
0: caterpillars. So
3: they act like monarch, or they look yeah. like monarch caterpillars. And, yeah. and
4: they don't, some of them don't even like the milkweed. Right. But then there's some, the queens actually do eat the milkweed, and actually are toxic, just like the hmm. monarchs are.
3: It's so. interesting stuff. Yeah, and we yeah. got, how we looking okay on the uh, milkweed?
4: Yep, we got uh, we We have lots of uh, trace he, has gone and, and purchased yeah a, a, a largely this looks like a hundred here and, yeah. re, and he was mentioning 200 so there's quite a few there right but, oh, but well, uh, here he is. there is there is a good uh, it's, if you' uh, if your milkweeds are a little behind you got your monarchs it's a good idea to get yeah. get some more get them uh, get them planted well
0: that and pollinator Poll- I mean uh, uh, flowers that provide
3: the nectar as well, uh,
8: zinnias. We can, well, we can talk about zinnias. Yes. Milkweed. He
3: likes to talk about zinnias. I don't know if you've noticed that. I'm, or
8: not. I'm still smelling coffee over here. <laughs> well, yeah, it
3: hasn't dried up yet. All right, one minute, Trace. You're going to get the last word in yep. today. What's going on?
8: Happy Easter. Come on down. we got lots of pretty stuff to decorate with, and I uh, hope to see you today before 6. Yeah. But not tomorrow. But not tomorrow.
3: Not tomorrow is closed, and we've recorded our show. You'll like all the information that Calvin and I give you, but don't call in because uh, Al will not be there to answer the phone. So uh, just sit back and listen. But, yeah, it's it's been busy, especially when the sun came out. Yeah. Although the rain didn't keep the gardeners away, did it? But not at all. Uh, no, it's funny. It's always funny to watch them. Uh, but it's like golfers. Yeah, that
4: surprised me. I was wondering if the audience would be here today because of the the holiday plus the rain. It's they, they were
9: here.